Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Charger Football Podcast hosted by Andy Dietrich with Coach Doug Dinan. This week, we are joined by Carroll Sr. Co-Captain and Defensive Back, Lincoln Lance. The Charger Football Podcast is sponsored by OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, the official sports medicine provider for Carroll High School. In week number three, the Chargers traveled to iconic Chambers Field on the campus of Northside High School. The Chargers overcame a sluggish, rainy first quarter to come away with a 42 to nothing victory, their second shutout of the young season. The Chargers' offense came alive in the second quarter, scoring 28 points. The first second quarter touchdown was a one-yard run by Hunter Mertz out of the vaunted T formation. The next Charger TD was an 11-yard Jeffrey Becker pass to Leighton Mitchell. Here's SummitCitySports.com's Jim Mahoney with the call. Becker on first and 10. Looks to his left. Has Leighton Mitchell. Touchdown. 11-yard score. Becker to Leighton Mitchell. We've seen it. One, twice, three, four, five times. This is a combination not to be messed with in the SAC. The next Charger drive ended with a two-yard run by Mertz to put Carroll up 21 to nothing. Carroll went up 28 nothing when Becker hit Mitchell from 18 yards out with just nine seconds left in the first half. Here's Jim Mahoney with the call. Becker has late Mitchell and six as Mitchell hauls it in right before the end of the end zone. Touchdown. Leighton Mitchell, his second touchdown of the game and his fifth touchdown in two weeks. The Chargers scored twice in the third quarter. The first one was a six-yard run by Becker, and the final score of the game was a 34-yard interception return by Cade Dynan. Pass. Now one's intercepted. This time it's number four, Cade Dynan, the junior. Dynan looking to take it to the house, and he will. Cade Dynan. Touchdown, Carroll up 41-0. For the game, Becker was 9 of 14 for 174 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Becker also ran 10 times for 75 yards and a score. Running back Evan Harris had six carries for 56 yards. Wide receiver Mason England had three catches for 78 yards, and Mitchell finished with three catches of his own for 58 yards and the two touchdowns. The Charger defense continued their stingy ways by limiting the Legends to just 147 total yards. Larry Seibel had six tackles and a sack, and Craig McGinnis had four tackles and two sacks. The Chargers improved to 2-1, and and for week number four, they play host to the Northrop Bruins on homecoming. After this message from OPS, we'll hear Coach Doug Dynan's thoughts on the Northside football game. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs, Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, Rethink your limits. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, last Friday, as you as you heard before, the uh, Chargers traveled to Northside High School and had the forty-two to nothing victory. And so here is Coach Dinan to tell us about the game. So welcome to the show, Doug. Thanks, Andy. Thanks again for uh, for doing this and you know the opportunity to have the podcast. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, last week was a was a good victory. You know, it's it's always good to get back into the the W, the win column. You know, after a after a tough loss, you know, the week week before, um, but it, it always shows, you know, the character of the kids because week one and week two were were emotional. They were, you know, hard fought team games. You know, even though we won big at Lures, I mean, that's still, you know, week one. It's an emotional game. You're up, and it's it's hard to play, you know, three weeks in a row at an emotionally high level, you know, regardless of what the sport is. And you know, we were a little bit flat at the beginning of the game. There were things that happened within the game. The game was just kind of slow in progression at the at the very first, you know, the first quarter. But you know, our kids came along, and then uh, we put twenty eight on the board in the second quarter, and you know, kind of closed the door to anything else. But I thought our kids played hard. They played physical. They played smart football, you know, assignment football, and limited Northside on on the ground. And they had very few yards passing, but uh, we took away their run game completely. And you talk about the emotional high, you know that that Snyder game was it was a tough loss because of the you know the loss part came late in the game. But again, as we've seen in the last in the previous two weeks, is our kids have played extremely confident, and it's almost like they can't wait for Friday night to go you know, go hit somebody else instead of their own players. I mean, they're, they're just extremely confident. Well, I think that there's, there's some truth to that. You know, everything culminates with Friday night, you know, you Mondays, you know, kind of a, an easier day. It's a hard conditioning day, but it's an easier day in regards to, you know, you're not hitting much, you know, you're recovering still from, from the weekend and Friday night and Tuesday and Wednesday are, are very physical days for us at practice and, and everything culminates with Friday, and, and everybody is working to get to Friday. And and our kids have, you know, the, every week has seemed like it is built to that. And, and our kids have played at a high level, and we're, we're pleased with their effort. We're pleased with the execution that we're seeing on both sides of the ball. And we're going into week four, and, you know, and how quickly one-third of the season is, you know, regular season is over already, and you're going into the middle third. And you start to really define characteristics of your team, start to get to this point of the season. And I think one of the, the biggest attributes that we have is that we have a collection of guys that, that really care for each other, that are invested in the team. They're not selfish and they're playing hard for each other. And, and it shows on Friday night. And I think our community is starting to pick that up. And, you know, if you if you think about it, last night the or last Friday night, the, the first half, that weather was pretty yucky because that was a really heavy misty rain but we had our student body showed up and we had a huge crowd over there for a road game and uh you know i got a feeling our kids fed off that energy because there was a ton of students over there yeah we had a great turnout we really did you know the the student section was full and you know the bleachers the whole bleachers on our side was full and and you know and our our parents and and our our kids and our student body and our administration have always done a great job, great job in supporting our program, and you know, and, and again, that's what it's that's what it's about. I mean, you know, you you live for those Friday nights when you're in high school playing football, and and it's important. And when and when the community comes out to support as they have, 
you know, it means a lot to every player that's there. You know, it'll be interesting. And, you know, not only, you know, this week we're back at home and we're anticipating a, a, a great crowd that's homecoming. You get the skydivers and the fireworks and everything. And everybody looks forward to all that stuff, you know, as well as, you know, looking forward to the, to the game itself. But, you know, in two weeks when we go to Dwanger and they got a little home or, I mean, a little small visitor, you know, bleacher, it'll be uh, interesting to see how we, how we jam into that side. All right, so so back to football again. Um, we're starting to see kind of our offense really get its identity. Um, we've run the ball again very well. Evan Harris was back, and 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 he he did a good job of you know not overworking him. And he played in the first half. He played great. He he ran for you know over fifty yards on just a few carries, and he caught a couple of passes that he took for you know, 15, 20, 20 yards each. So, you know, the running back was back in it. It wasn't like the running back in uh, as committee as we had against Snyder. But you're really starting to see Jeffrey Becker really gel with some receivers. I mean, obviously, Leighton Mitchell's off to a great start. Uh, those two have hooked up for four or five touchdown passes, and they're all been great catches by, by Leighton. But Englert had a great game. So you're starting to get multiple weapons and spread the ball around. Well, the receiver core has done a tremendous job. They really have. I mean, with, you know, T.J. Morrison, you know, and Leighton Mitchell and Mason Englert and Bowden Height and, and Eddie Bransfield at tight end, they all, they all do a great job of running routes. They all do a great job of blocking on the perimeter for the run plays. And it's it's all about having that balance of pass and run. And and we've been good at being able to run the football. We've been able to good to play action you know, off of that run run game a little bit too and, and hold linebackers. And then that balance is working pretty well right now. So, we, you know, we hope to continue to do what we're doing and, and be able to run it and throw it and be able, you know, to continue to develop offensive line and develop the receivers and the skill guys and, and let Jeffrey continue to progress and learn and, you know, let the game slow down for him, and and let the, him develop as a as the varsity quarterback. And defensively, um, you know your your defense has played great all season, and and this you know last Friday night was no different. But another really good trend that bodes well for the rest of the season is causing turnovers again. You had two interceptions. In fact, your son Cade uh, intercepted one around midfield and ran it back for a touchdown. So we've had a couple of scores off of interceptions, but we're getting. I think we've had at least caused one turnover per game. And, you know, we've had multiple turnovers in two of our three games. So talk about how that really helps, you know, really fires people up. You're, you're exactly right. When the defense creates turnovers, that that creates a lot of excitement, you know, getting the ball back to the offensive side. And and if they can turn it into points at the same time, then the, the enthusiasm that is shown, you know, just – reverberates throughout the whole program and and that's what I've seen you know in week one um, Tucker Steele ran back one for a touchdown and and the work that all the guys did blocking for him you know aiding him to to run that all the way back you know and the same thing happened you know when Kate picked it off and you, you saw guys making blocks in space and you know and almost a convoy leading him into the end zone and then the celebration afterwards is just exciting that again, the players are excited about each other. It, you know, I think the the mantra, whether it be on offense or defense, it, it doesn't matter who scores. It doesn't matter who gets the interception. You know, long as we score, as long as we get the interception, and and that's the way that they're playing. And and when you play with enthusiasm, 
and you play with the concern and love for your teammate, then you, you've got a chance. Yeah, and I think that defines this team through the first third of the season is enthusiasm, playing for each other, and you know they celebrate everybody's win. I mean, everybody's doing their job, and then when when one guy does his job exceptionally, you know, like Cade and, and Tucker and and Layton, and you know when they're making those big plays, I mean, everybody's celebrating. It. Yep, it's phenomenal. Yep. So when we get back from the break, we're going to talk with senior co-captain, defensive back Lincoln Lance. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs, Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, Rethink Your Limits. Welcome back, everybody. Today's special guest is co-captain, senior safety, Lincoln Lance. Welcome to the show, Lincoln. Thank you for having me. So one of the things that we've been talking about a bunch on our, you know, now this is our third episode of the season, is how well the defense has played. So how would you accept, or how would you um, assess the play of your defense so far this season? I think we've played really well. Um, started week one. We shut out lures. Then we played well against Snyder, but I think we could have obviously played better, letting up points. And then we came back last week responding from Snyder and played well and held him to zero points. But um, I feel like this all has to do with our coaching that the coaches have given us and the preparation that we've had throughout the whole summer. And we expected this from our defense, and it's good to see that it's really happening. You know, you talk about having experience. If you think a year ago – one of the weak spots on the defense was the defensive backfield because it was so young. I mean, it was it was juniors and sophomores, and, and the juniors, this was really their first time playing. Of course, sophomores, it usually is their first time playing varsity football. So, you know, what a difference a year makes. You guys go from kind of being a liability just because of your youth, not because of your talent, but just because of your inexperience, to now one year bigger, one year faster, and now you're an experienced group that is really – you know, looked at as one of the strengths. Our strength, I would say, because of the experience, you know, we actually, our whole defense is experienced pretty much. Our linebackers are new, but they both are doing really well. I mean, our D-line, we have returners. Um, Larry Seibel played last year, Wes Stevens, and then the whole back five group, DBs played last year, Hunter Mertz played, Tucker Steely played after people were injured, Cade played, um, Ray Vollmer played, and Brandon Klug, they all played last year, so we really have focused on uh, improving from last year. We played a full season last year, so we knew what we didn't do well, and we've really been able to work on that, and it's really helped us a lot this season. You know, what I've liked from the defensive backfield so far is you've kept the ball in front of you. Uh, nobody's gotten behind you for really big plays except for the one exception against Snyder, where that was the only one through through games. But you've also have caused turnovers. You've, you've had an interception. You had three interceptions in the opening game. Uh, I don't believe you guys had an interception against Snyder, but you still did cause a fumble uh, defensively. And then you had a couple of more um, interceptions uh, last week against Snyder or against Northside, and one of those was turned for a touchdown again. So, you know, last year you had the game where you had four interceptions. When are you going to get one this year? Well, uh, I should have had one last week against Northside. I went up for a ball and, you know, I got hit as I was going up. But, you know, hopefully 
next week, this week, homecoming week against Northrop. But if it doesn't happen, I hope my teammates get them and that we can continue to get more turnovers and score more touchdowns. Yeah, it's it's really hard to score when you don't have the ball. And so when the defense takes it away, that's a huge, huge, huge lift. So so now you're a senior and you've played a, a lot. Like I know you're at least a two-year starter. Have you? Are you a three-year starter or, or how much playing did, time did you get as a sophomore? I can't remember. Um, I was on all special teams. I played specifically special teams my sophomore year and I played – in one game, I played in the Wayne game my sophomore year. That's it. So playing on the Friday night football under the lights—that's not that was never a problem for you. So a two-year starter, you're in year four of uh, being a Carroll Charger football player, and you're also a, a, you know a, a, a letter winner in baseball. You know that season will be coming up, but you know this is your last go around as a senior football player. So you know, what kind of feelings are going through your your head, you know, every practice and, and every game, especially the games, because there's always so few of them in football. Well, last year, uh, my season ended early because of an injury. You know, the coaches always talk to us. You never know when your last play is going to be. So every game, every snap, I have to go 100% with my teammates, just like mentally focus on it because you never know when that could end. And, you know, I know my time being a Carroll Charger on the football field will come to an end, hopefully not for a very long time So we make a run at the end of the season. But it's really something special that I have to reflect on, but I also have to really focus and be thankful for what I had because this time has been great. Yeah, there's something about Friday night football. I mean, even in the state of Indiana, which is still a basketball state, but Fort Wayne area football is actually really, really good. And Tell us what it's like against uh, going up against some of these powerhouses in the SAC. I mean, you know, we now play Dwinger regularly, and we now play Snyder regularly. So what's it like going up against those, you know, historic programs in Fort Wayne? It's really good competition. They're always well coached. Um, Dwinger, state champions last year. You know, that's so hard to do. But um, we played them, you know, at the beginning of the season, our scrimmage this year, and we were ready. We weren't scared or shying away from anything. But I feel like having those top-level teams in Fort Wayne, those powerhouses, really makes us better because we really want to play for the Chargers when every game we're in, and we believe that we can do that. And competing against the best competition is the only way that we can get better. So next year, you know, you no longer will be a Carroll Charger. You're going to be a graduate of, of Carroll High School, and you're going to be off to college. So what do you have uh, planned as you – you know, move on from high school. Well, I hope to play football somewhere. I'm not sure where, what level, what I could do, but I do in college. I want to study political science and hopefully go on to be an attorney after that. I could definitely see you as an attorney. Um, you kind of like to talk. And I can say that because Lincoln, uh, I've been around Lincoln a lot of years of my time. You know, uh, my son has played baseball with them and uh, we used to be neighbors. So, there's been a few days, and he's been out on the driveway shooting hoops with uh, my boys and myself. So Lincoln is definitely a talker, but you'll be a good attorney. You know, you'll be you'll be honest and you'll be fair. Lincoln, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I have just loved watching you play football. Uh, your four years here, I, I'm not surprised that that uh, you've played very well. Um, you know, you're a good athlete, and and I know how hard you played in baseball, and you've continued the same thing. So. Uh, congratulations on your season so far, and go Chargers. Go Chargers. Thank you very much. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. 
from diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs. Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, rethink your limits. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this week is homecoming week. It's, you know, we do, our community comes out for homecoming, and it is just a great, great show. And this week, we are going to be hosting our neighbors to the south, just down Lima Road, basically, the Northrop Bruins. And the Bruins will travel out here with a good crowd, and we're going to have a good crowd. Um, the student body is doing a great job of, you know, Spirit Week and, you know, America Monday and, Blue and white Fridays and other days in between and the powder puff game. So homecoming's a big, big deal. And so, Coach, how excited are the boys to play in this big game? Well, without question, we're excited to be back home. We're excited for homecoming. Um, We're excited for Friday night. We're just excited for another opportunity to play, you know, to to be better and, and, you know, to be able to, you know, go against an opponent, you know, and Northrop's a very worthy opponent and they've they've got – you know, good players. They've got good receivers. Um, they've got a, the Pettis receiver. You know, I think he's number six, if I'm not mistaken. He's a very good athlete, a very good basketball player, too. Um, they've got some big guys on the offensive line. They've got a, you know, a good running back in um, number 34. And they've got, you know, some defensive linemen and linebackers that are good size. And so they, they, they pose issues, you know, where you've got to be good at your scheme. You've got to be good at what you're doing offensively. You know, we've got to take care of the football, and we've got to distribute the ball and be balanced both run and pass. And defensively, we got to continue to fly to the football and, and have five, six, seven guys flying to the ball. We've got to create turnovers. And if we're fortunate enough to take one of those turnovers again and turn it into points, then it – it, it aids the whole process. So, you know, I mean, it's very exciting. I mean, homecoming's a great week, you know, and, and we're excited to be on the field again. Yeah, Northrop was one of the teams that beat us last year. So have you have you brought that up with the boys or you just focus on this year's team? Uh, there might have been a chance, Andy. There might have been an opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, what happened last year, you know. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that that was a 21-41 if that just – happens to come to mind and uh, we might have talked about that a little bit you know and you know those are just one of those situations that you don't want to harp on too much but you don't want to forget and you want to understand that we were in the same situation last year that where we are right now we were two and one and you know this this kind of defines I mean are you going to move forward are we going to play better or we're going to increase are we going to elevate elevate each other's play um, you know or, or are we going to be average and, and those are some of the conversations that we had. You know, a lot of, you know, I'm a big fan of sports psychology and, and studied it when I was a player and, and have definitely studied it when, when I was coaching. Uh, you almost got to treat it like one game seasons and, you know, maybe thinking of it as just one drive season. I mean, as a baseball player, you know, focus on one pitch, focus on one at bat. Um, you know, as a golf coach, you know, the only shot that matters is the one you're playing. And so you do want to remind the kids that if you don't pay attention to detail, these guys can beat you. But you don't want to harp on it too much where, you know, you're, they're, they start thinking, oh, here we go. They beat us last year. They're going to do it again. You just you really want them to focus on the present. 
you hit it right on the head when you talk about one game at a time. I mean, if, you know, if our desire is to compete for a conference championship, you know, we've got to worry about week four and week four opponent. And, you know, that conference championship will take care of itself on down the road. Um, that's something that's decided at week nine. We can't worry about that later on, you know, and as, and as we prepare for that opponent, you know, every, every aspect of, of play, you know, and every aspect of, of the play, the individual play is what's important. And we focus on those things, you know, the, the one play at a time, one down at a time. And, you know, that carries into one game at a time. So what, what's most important for us is the next play. And, and that's what you have to live for. I know another good thing has happened to our football team is we haven't had very many injuries. I mean, obviously, uh, Evan Harris missed one game, but it was really just a twisted ankle late, late in the week. It's nothing serious. It's just, you know, bad timing. You know, had it happened on a Monday, you know, he might have been able to play on a Friday. But you've been lucky. The injury bug is not, you know, knock on wood, has not hurt this team. Yeah, and you're right, knock on wood. I mean, because, you know, it's it's a long season. It's a physical game, and it's grueling, and, and there are going to be bumps and nicks and bruises, and, and we're going to have to deal with some adversity, and you don't know when that's going to happen. And, and, you know, we hope that nobody goes down. You know, nobody's out for an extended time. You know, that happened to us, you know, a lot last year where we had, you know, multiple guys that were out for multiple games. And that, that led to, you know, the, the demise or that led to a, a poor season. But, you know, you can't worry about that as a player. You can't worry about being injured, you know, because you don't know when that time is going to be. You have to play every moment as if it's your last and play as hard as you can for your teammates and for your love of your teammates. And that goes the same for your second and third stringers. They need to, they need to practice with a purpose because you never know when their time will come. And, you know, and there's this mantra in sports, next man up. You know, somebody go, if your brother goes down, you've got to jump in that foxhole and take over for them to help your team. And, and I'm sure, and I know for sure, that your, your second and third stringers are, are being taught that so that when it's their turn, they're ready. And, they're, and they are capable players too. You know, the guys that are backing up our starters are very capable players, and we're seeing that on – you know, Monday night in the lower levels when they get to be on the field. Yeah, your your lower level teams have played very well so far in in this part of the season. Now, granted, it's only the third week for them too, but you know, our freshmen and JV teams have played very well. You got to be very pleased. Yeah, um, we're very pleased throughout the entire program. You know, with the with the number of players that we have in the program. You know, the the number of kids that are invested, and not only the productivity of each level, but you know, just the attitude and the, and the culture that I feel within the locker room is, is very positive. Yeah, I certainly agree. And times I've been there, you know, this is a fun team. And I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that there's at a minimum seven more games with these guys. So, Coach, best of luck this week. Uh, let's have a strong week of practice and let's, you know, have these kids a great homecoming game. And if you're a listener – this is a great show. Come out to the homecoming. It's it's a one of the best days of the year. Coach, good luck this week. Thanks very much, Andy. We would like to thank our athletic trainers, Steve Lubihusen, Michaela Hoffman, and Jordan Redding, who along with OPS and the doctors of Fort Wayne Orthopedics provide all the sports medicine services for Northwest Allen County Schools. Go where the Chargers go.